Hello and welcome to EQ Has Every Question Has a Story. In today's episode, I'm going to introduce you to one of the best quizzes that I have come across in the last one decade and his name is Avinav Dhar. Avinav he has been quizzing regularly since 2013 and is the proud co-founder of the YouTube quizzing podcast whose question is this. He is a graduate of KIT University Bhubaneswar and Nirmal University of Management Ahmedabad. Avinav Dhar is currently working for an Indonesian firm in the international business space. However, he used to be a regular in campus quizzes and that's how we uh, came to know each other and I have been seeing him winning lots of quizzes when he was during his college days people used to go and watch him the way he used to approach the question and answer those questions so avinav a warm welcome to you eq has welcomes you a lot and thank you so much for giving us some time for this podcast thank you manasar for firstly having me and then having that introduction uh, very kind of you to to for both of those things yeah i mean hopefully we'll have a fun session today i'll ask yes, you a few yes. questions yes then sure. we'll go ahead yeah. surely we will we'll definitely have fun i'm sure about it avinav so you know most of the people listeners who will be listening to this podcast they are at this moment preparing for uh, tata crucible and uh, you have done well in tata crucible so the first question that i'm going to ask you is about what will be your one advice to the uh, people who are actually preparing for tata crucible campus quiz to be precise uh, yeah i think uh, i for whenever somebody asks me that question i'm already always uh, slightly uh, flabbergasted by it because i have never really prepared for any hmm. quiz pretty much uh, hmm. but what i always tell them is just look at uh, any of the buzzer quizzes because what happens when you reach a buzzer round for the first time in your life you you are slightly out of your depth you right. don't know what exactly so just i what i used to do when i was in undergrad i used to just watch old uh, crucible questions uh, quizzes uh, videos okay. or any other buzzer questions and used to mentally practice that i'll buzz at this point in time and i don't know if that helped or not but at least that got it got me into the right uh, headspace of uh, of being at the spot doing uh, well, a puzzle quiz i i think i think that's very important because i have seen people who are part of the finals and uh, they, their hands will be trembling and they will be so so worried sometimes i have seen people answering without buzzing and then the other team gets the benefit so i think that's a good piece of advice avinav so avinav we will uh, so what is your opinion about this every question has a story uh, uh, do you think so what is your opinion about this concept yeah i have heard a couple of your <clears throat> episodes uh, and yeah i mean the diversity that you have brought in uh, into the uh, as your guests into the podcast itself that is quite uh, heartening to see firstly Right. and of course a format like this uh, sometimes i mean as quiz masters you normally have questions which is which cater to a, a larger number of audiences but sometimes right. it's fun to do one thing also so right. that i'm i'm hoping that will be similar sort of fun with uh, with you on this podcast right 
Sure. So, what's the first question you have, Avinam? I'm very pretty excited. I'm not a great quizzer, however, I I hope that <laughs> I will be able to answer few questions that you you are going to ask me today. Yeah, go ahead. All yours. Sure, sir. I'll start off with an easy one. Okay. Uh, okay. So the first question goes like this: so In the 21st century, the mm-hmm. growing trend in the Western world of young adults coming back to live with their parents after college mm-hmm. has been termed as the blank generation right okay so fill in the blank with an object's name i'll repeat the question okay so in the 21st century the growing trend in the western world of young adults coming back to live with their parents after mm-hmm. college has been termed as the blank generation okay fill in the blank with an object's name and just oh. because you cannot see the text i'll just tell you it's a nine lettered answer that i'm looking for okay uh, so i'll i'll again focus on the fact that uh, young adults are coming back after mm-hmm. college mm-hmm. and i want you to tell me the name of an object so maybe you can have a go at that name of an object okay Correct. so people want to come back and stay with their uh, parents and this trend is growing uh, okay hmm Okay. Any, if any you clue, any specific yeah, uh, clue I, that you would like to give, I'll give a specific clue on this. Uh, so, okay. if you think about this object, you mm-hmm. would uh, think of one particular country in the southern hemisphere. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's most famous in one particular country in the southern hemisphere. Hmm. So, so uh, are you? Uh, if I go by the analogy, is it something to do with like you know coming back to? So something coming back. So I, I, I'm, I'm thinking of a boomerang kind of thing. So that is the perfect answer. Oh, the boomerang generation uh, is what I was looking for. Okay. So of course, okay, the Australia okay. hint was the additional hint that I gave you. Hmm. And yeah, hmm. and then quizmaster, we tend to have additional hints up our alley, right. just so that. Uh, if we see an audience not understanding the question or maybe you have fallen short somewhere mm-hmm. it's always good to have that additional clue in the back of your hand to just put in like like i did you right 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 uh, avinav it also reminds me of you know the recruitment boomerang recruitment as well you know during the pandemic lots of organizations were you know asking their employees to leave but they mm-hmm. they also thought that when their organization will again uh, restart and they will be in a position to take care of their salaries they will probably get them back and uh, i think i have read somewhere about this boomerang recruitment as well like where the hr uh, actually calls up the previous employees and uh, getting them back to the organization i think uh, i will uh, uh, do some research on it and share it with you interesting so boomerang people want to go back i think i think that is the need of the hour in fact you know after the pandemic most of the time uh, you know people are also getting time to spend with their parents and uh, due to work from home they are staying with their parents which is which is also a positive thing i think that's quite interesting okay so what's the next question avinav sharmana sir so the next question goes as this this city's history mm-hmm. begins with jack swilling a civil okay. war veteran okay while traveling through here one of uh-huh. swilling's men suggested the name uh-huh. as it described a city 
born from the ruins of a former civilization okay which city the only us state capital with a population of over a uh, municipal population or over 1 billion okay. i'll repeat okay by this by city, any chance this uh, okay. city was in news recently due to the vaccination uh i'm not sure about that i, I if it was i have not heard of it okay. do you have a guess just on that uh i think i think i have some idea of it is it something to do with uh, bernie sanders uh, um, state i am forgetting the name uh uh is it something to do with bernie sanders state like uh, i i just remember bernie sanders uh, bernie belongs to that state that's what i uh, that's what i i can recall i'm not able to and uh, i think is, is it by any chance it's vermont not vermont uh, this is one of the southern states uh, i think it's one of the southern states or southwestern states okay I'm not sure okay. what uh, terminology it goes under but it's not one of the coastal states basically okay mhm so i just uh, focus on what exactly we can look at uh, uh-huh. so as i said while traveling to here one of his men suggested the name mm-hmm. as it described a city born from the ruins of a former civilization ruins of a former form- civilization right. mm. so as i said it's a state capital Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and okay if i were to replace the word ruins with another word which would make it an easier question i would say a city born from the ashes of a former civilization okay so let me think about what can be uh, the uh, synonyms of ruin a kind of uh, right. okay don't think of synonyms of ruins think okay. of uh, okay i will give another additional hint think mm-hmm. of a creature think of a creature which may okay. describe the phrase that i'm talking about city born from the ashes of a former civilization city and i said creature born. okay hmm not getting any clue abhinav uh, i'm not okay i'll give a funny hint yeah it's a mythological creature that you should know mythological creature okay yeah. mm. I-, i think you can go ahead with the answer of enough i am not able not to not any issue yeah yeah yes, yeah yeah so the answer to this question is phoenix arizona oh so phoenix is obviously okay uh, okay Oh, myth- that's that's the reason you said mythological character. character. Okay. Right. Okay. Oh, I mean, this is yeah, this yeah. one of those questions which you would have got if you had a teammate. This is slightly harder to work I, out. I I agree. I agree. Sometimes, you know, uh, <laughs> you need that extra uh, push so that you know you can get correct. this correct. But good question. Yeah. Good question. Like you framed it very nicely. I like the way you framed the question. Hmm. Fine. 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 So, uh, you know, before we move on to the next question, I also yeah. wanted to understand, like, when was the first time uh, you actually got into quizzing or uh, were attracted by quizzing and thought that you know you should pursue quizzing? I think uh, in my school days, my brother was uh, an ardent quizzer. I mean, he didn't go to many out of the school. I mean, inter-school competitions. 
but he always well in intra school so in our house it was as in in our home right? i don't mean a school house i mean our home uh, it was always a uh, environment where we could i mean we had number of encyclopedias books novels which my brother consumed and i mm-hmm. think that percolated to me as the younger brother oh uh, and he lost that touch with uh, quizzing over time but uh, i okay. think because yeah because i participated in maybe five or six quizzes uh, mm-hmm. in school mm-hmm. i was i mean i was always interested in joining kitopia which is our uh, college kit college right. quiz club right. even in my first year i was eyeing the quiz club to join but mm. uh, i finally joined it in second year and since then i've been i think it's been a non stop journey which has been ongoing right right you you know i i agree you know when i used to be a kid uh, we used to have those uh, bedtime stories and bedtime discussions on different uh, famous personalities and i still remember my chachu who is a homeopathic doctor and who used to follow current affairs very uh, you know vividly and he he will every day come up with some do you know that you know indira gandhi did this do you know that you know atul bihari vajpayee did this and each and every or he will he will be while watching a movie you will say do you know this anand movie uh, this is the story behind this is there is some trivia and i i used to you know follow those so it it happens like you know somewhere uh, somebody in the family if they have that uh, you know curiosity and uh, sometimes it also have that effect on the people around so great fine avinav okay. so let's move on to the next question third one Sure. I'll start with the third question. Yeah. In in three ninety one A.D. when Emperor Theodosius, okay, Theodosius one closed uh-huh. down all non Christian temples, mm-hmm. as basically he was trying to ban all forms of pagan cult. Right. In the Roman Empire, it deemed a language to be lost for more than fourteen hundred years. Okay. A Frenchman, Jean. Francois Champollion in 1822 was responsible mm-hmm. for saving the language. So what mm-hmm. 18th century discovery made this possible? 18th century yeah discovery. So it's yeah so it's some so uh, a language was thought to be lost for 1400 years. Mm-hmm. Until uh, this Frenchman called Champollion in 1822 re- basically uh, revived the language. and he, it was only made possible because of a 18 very famous 18th century discovery so if you think mm-hmm. of language if you think of 18th century there are not too many guesses that you can take maybe okay. you can take a guess on this so is it is it something to do with a newspaper or a magazine which which started for the first time not quite it's something much larger in size in scale and in historical importance and historical importance okay hmm so the so so religious places and so you talked about how so this this saves that language right this particular thing right. actually saved the language correct hmm and you are talking about 18th century so 18th century if i think of Hmm. 18th century. I can. I am not sure whether uh, there was a newspaper. Think of, uh, one, 
think of simple things simple famous historical artifacts okay. which were discovered or basically rediscovered in the 18th century and in a few decades this guy uh, champollion Mm-hmm. Used that uh, whatever the artifact is, mm-hmm. and saved that particular language. Sampolio, okay. I have no clue about this. I never heard about this person. Also, Sampolio. Yeah, knowing the person is not very important. I think the okay. important parts are the the fact that it's an 18th century discovery. Uh, mm-hmm. The fact that he is based in Europe. that's an important thing and the other thing is that uh, it is a language that he saved hmm okay so is it something like something to do with language uh, i'm looking hmm. for an artifact and as a final looking for an artifact correct correct i'm looking for an artifact as the final answer and as a final clue i'll tell you that this was this is right now present in the british museum oh it's present in the british museum yeah. hmm something in 18th century and it's present in okay hmm not getting anything anything to, with, uh, anything to do with anything to do with post office or a letter box or something where people used to write letters and send it to their near and dear ones something like that so that people started writing more something much larger in size scale and in importance in in historical i think you can you can go ahead avinav Uh, because sure. I'm not able to, hmm. it or yeah, uh, just 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 a wild guess. I okay. I don't know something to something like a uh, uh, something like a so so storing some documentation process. Uh, something like a photocopier or a Xerox machine or something. No, no, not no? it can't be that early. I'm okay. looking for something, yeah, with a much more significant historical impact. No idea, no idea, Avina. Not any. So I'll I'll go to the answer. So this is the Rosetta Stone that I was looking for. So the Rosetta Stone oh. was obviously an important language. I mean, it's not a document, but it's a type of documentation. Uh, right. And the fact that the Egyptian hieroglyphs were lost. because of this emperor uh, mm-hmm. and it was only after the rosetta stone was unearthed that uh, uh, this guy uh, champolio was able to decipher some of the language uh, some of the uh, basically the iconography of the uh, hieroglyphs okay and, uh, uh, and, and it is currently in uh, british museum correct as with many of the stolen items under the british empire this is now in the british oh that that is such a tl for me i was not having any clue about um, this uh, thank you avinav i think uh, i have learned something new i will do uh, i will read more about it i am now more curious about it 
Fine. So <laughs> next question. Yeah, Avinam. Sure. Sure. Uh, okay. I have a shorter question now. Okay. After getting informed about how much is blood bath, how much blood? I'll I'll restart the question. Mm-hmm. After getting informed about how much blood bath his eponymous creation has ensued, mm-hmm. he refused his forty thousand rupees salary, mm-hmm. as what he had done had come on his conscience. So who okay. is being talked about? This is an instance from uh, between seven to eight decades, just to make that simple. Okay, so he refused forty thousand salary. Forty thousand rupees salary. So that's a hint. Forty thousand rupees salary. Okay. Mm, okay. Mm. So the name of the person. Yeah, yeah, person or whatever. So it was an eponymous creation, as I said. So it is named after this person itself. Okay. So whatever mm. you think of world events. Uh, Seven to eight decades early, earlier from today, twenty twenty one. Okay. And the bloodshed that it had created. It had created a bloodshed as well, na? We refused. Yes. Okay. And all of this came on his conscience, so he refused to sell. That's all. Mm. So this individual is a was a British lawyer, if I remember correctly. He was a British in lawyer. Okay. British lawyer. Hmm. Rupees forty thousand. So that should give you a general idea of the geography that I'm. Hmm. Rupees forty thousand. So I thought of an Indian, and then I was thinking anybody, any Indian, uh, Indian lawyer who was actually fighting for the British. That thought I had. Hmm. It's a British lawyer, probably in India. Now maybe that simplifies it a bit. British lawyer in India. Yes. British. So whatever the found final thing is, is uh-huh. in India. Hmm. British lawyer in India. And you were saying eight decades, right? Seven to eight decades. Correct. Hmm. Hmm. So I thought of I thought of probably you know some of those uh, you know founders of Indian National Congress as well, but then I was not sure. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, tell me something. Uh, uh, because you are saying British lawyer, does this mm-hmm. the, does this person uh, have uh, uh, something? Okay, uh, the, uh, uh, you said eponymous, so that's what uh, is dragging me towards uh, the Britishers. British lawyer. So, does this lawyer has something to do with the uh, you know uh, deciding the Indian territory or the borders? Okay. So, who would that be then? 
okay if 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 that is, if that uh, line of thought is correct i want to go ahead with uh, that border line uh, so 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 i will i will guess redcliff that is the correct answer oh, cyril oh, Lat- oh. <laughs> i am i am loving it <laughs> great the actually your eponymous actually took me to and then when you said lawyer uh, it took me to the border lines and then i thought okay, okay fine so it must be some lawyer who some commission which decided ke chalo theek hai what will be the boundary oh good question yeah, very right. good question and actually your clues were very very helpful avinav <laughs> yeah yeah as i said uh, we i do have some clues always at hand <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely absolutely that helped me a lot uh, you, you know often when we do this quizzes sometimes mm-hmm. uh, the questions are having an objective as well like sometimes i i do frame a question which is based on uh, an individual or any a particular incident which i mm-hmm. personally feel that you know more number of people should know Correct. Right. So I I must have done some questions on Redcliffe line, but I never went into his personal life and thought of you know the lawyer part, right? So the probably I need to now relook at the questions, those questions that I have done on Redcliffe line. How the same question can be you know modified into his uh, personality side as well. So good. good i think that will give me give me an uh, you know the next thread to explore and you know frame the question in in in, a, in another manner good avinav so i think we are down with four questions four or five questions i think yeah we are done with four of them yeah. four of them fine so yeah. we will go with three uh, uh, two more and then we will go for an the, uh, the listeners question fine sure. so before we move on to that avinav Uh, you know there is a debate i have been asking this question to almost all the people who are my guests because uh, uh, i i find i find this question very curious very interesting the reason being there is a mad rush after prize money these days mm-hmm. and uh, people want to you know uh, people travel from one city to another just for the sake of you know winning some prize money sometimes people fight mm-hmm. among them and people take uh, you know the losses in the quiz uh, uh, competitions uh, you know seriously sometimes i find people preparing throughout the year only for quizzes and ignoring their studies and they are not able to you know uh, finish their uh, engineering or their graduation studies on time that is also having So, what is your thought about you know this mad rush after money? Uh, I mean, I think most of what I've talked about uh, whenever somebody's asked something like this to me, it's always been the fact that as a as a beginner, I never thought that I would uh, continue with quizzing for so long. Hmm. Uh, I the the innocence that was there. at the beginning of it all i think mm. it's hard to capture that for a long period of time because mm. uh, uh, the basic human tendency is to just want more and i don't mm. blame them for uh, going after the money because uh, otherwise you're just burning money on a hobby unless and until you feel there is some sort of feedback right. uh, from the hobby itself then you feel like you you have some kind of a uh 
as in if you can call it an roi pretty much on it right. on in not just your money it's your time that you have spent it's your uh, uh, hard work and it's it's just something that you like doing right and i think most of us lose that uh, in the middle and uh, i think with the advent of online quizzing right now you can see that the number of uh, uh, googlers which have come in and right. for them i mean your statement holds true for them more more than anybody else Mm-hmm. because they are not in this for the knowledge if they had been there would have been i personally been feel that you know the uh, it is better to not participate in a quiz or not qualify into a fi- into the finals rather than you know copying answers or uh, taking help from google because uh, absolutely but uh, yeah yeah but that is what exactly is happening if you have uh, some monetary reward uh, by doing something untoward that 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 becomes an easy option for everybody I think. Mm. and we have seen many instances of uh, not just being caught but i'm i'm sure many other instances of people not being caught mm. Uh, mm. that i mean that echoes your sentiment about people and mine also about losing the main uh, i mean the main uh, objective of the hobby of quizzing Sometimes and I think uh, yeah sometimes I feel yeah sometimes I feel that uh, these online quizzes shouldn't have uh, any uh, prize money at all so that it becomes a much more pure affair yeah that becomes sport and then uh, then you actually see the actual people who want to go and spend some time and learn from each other that is more important Correct. and I, I believe you know uh, during uh, during the 90s uh, uh, you know during the 80s and 90s when there were no internet where people can google and answer uh, i think the people who were into quizzing those days they used to go to the library pick up books and they used to make notes and diaries i i i i have seen people writing on diaries and you know um, going through the diary before a quiz competition and going through their uh, numerous notes and asking question among themselves those were also the days but these days it is it's very easy to you know Oh, it, I I'm I was quite surprised when I used to do the uh, blog and and march ahead and I used to post those daily questions. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people used to even use. Uh, uh, I got to know about Tinai, uh, where people used to even search images, mm-hmm. and I that was very funny. And I was like, okay, people are now searching images in Tinai and they are cracking answers because there was a daily prize involved. and lucky winner prize involved and i used to you know it was very tough and over a period of time i decided i will not have pictorial questions rather i will i will only ask a textual questions and i will try to frame the frame it in a different manner but then right. but then I, it, at the same time i was also disheartened that you know people are more worried about winning that 100 rupees uh, prize money every day or get that some you know name fame glory but they are actually not interested in actual quizzing or picking up new knowledge though i feel that yes. you know when you have uh, you know tata crucible uh, you will be coming on cnbc tv 18 or times now and your uh, family members will be seeing you all those 15 minutes fame name <laughs> all those are interesting and uh, excellent yes the deserving ones but i have seen sometimes the team score only zero and throughout the quiz mm-hmm. they are not able to answer a single question correct, correct. We, we have seen the same but i think uh, 
now it is the fault of the organizer uh, to be frank because you can't control this much of an audience to do what you would like them to do so it mm-hmm. has fallen upon the organizer the quiz master to uh, make quizzes in a way that uh, that minimizes difficult to copy hmm. correct correct it it minimizes that effort so the quiz master has to now put in effort in the online space to do right. that from from there i i seriously think that you know giri should listen to this podcast and actually pay attention and do something about it uh since last so many years many of us are telling him that how people are copying and uh, but you know uh tatas are not taking that bigger responsibility and i think uh, he giri and his team also need to look into this uh, because uh, tata crucible is having the kind of reputation it has i think they have to take it seriously and do something about it fine let's move on to the fifth question yeah yeah okay we'll move on to the next question so 1862s homestead act okay encouraged western migration so this is in the us i'll start again so just if that was not clear mm-hmm. 1862s homestead act encouraged western migration by allowing anyone outside of the 13 colonies to claim mm-hmm. 160 acre of land this okay. led to a number of creators coming up with the same invention which mm-hmm. has over time changed trench warfare and also scaled up animal husbandry mm-hmm. so what creation are we talking about oh so this is uh, a time when there was a lot of migration and uh, the the basic law, lay of the land was that uh, you could claim up to 160 acres of land right so that mm-hmm. is the basic premise of the question mm-hmm. a certain invention came up from this and a number of different creators came up with the same invention at the same similar uh, period of time at that uh, 1860s early 1860s and whatever this creation is this was responsible in changing trench warfare right uh, trench warfare i'm sure you know the yeah. uh, the mm-hmm. area just close to the uh, loc or right. or even temporary warfare that have been created for that period of time Right. and which and this invention also mm-hmm. scaled up animal husband so okay. try to uh, visualize what is happening in terms of uh, the 160 acre of land how you can claim it right so that's the mm-hmm. first hint and mm-hmm. something that is used in trench warfare and also in animal husbandry mm animal husbandry and trench warfare mm Okay. Hmm. It's an innovation you said, right? Right. Hmm. Innovation, invention. It's a tangible item, so it's an invention. It's a tangible item. Okay. Correct. Hmm. Okay. homesteading and then trench i don't know somehow this trench warfare i think uh, this will take me closer to the answer that's what my thought is visualize the things which are there in a trench or uh, hmm. uh, think some movie like a uh, 1918 you would find these items 
quite uh, easily in a trench pretty much mm. so it's helping uh, people to claim a certain piece of land okay and also help in trench warfare and animal husbandry hmm trench animal husbandry you know when you talked about trench i it also i also thought about mining you know yeah. the mining uh, lands etc mines i it took me closer towards uh, i you know i thought of mines but i don't know how it is related to an innovation mm-hmm. okay not sure if this whatever this uh, item is is used in mining hmm but uh, I mean, I I'd not recommend going into that line. Okay, okay. so that's not the right uh, thought. Line of, mm, right line of thinking. Mm. Okay. Okay, trends. When you say trends, and when you say animal husbandry, then I thought of. I I I thought of I visualized of pigs in muddy water and uh, you know trenches they usually uh, you know pass through the trenches so I thought of the pigs as well but I don't know innovation related to pigs I can't even think of okay I I'll, I'll give a couple of hints here okay so this is something that is created out of steel so that is the first hint something oh. which is created out of in most forms as in in the most famous form it's created out of steel and the second hint is that uh, it's basically a form of security right if you are trying to claim 160 acres of land it's uh-huh. a form of security so today also you would see this as a measure of security those measure are my security mm. uh Okay. Uh, I think I mean uh, you can go ahead with the answer. Mm. Sure, not an issue. Or, or so the answer or, that or I will look. How how this question could have been solved? That's what I. If you can, you know, take me through the roots, then that will be very nice. That will be a nice experience. Like you were giving me the clues, but from those sure. clues, how I can reach out to the answer? Okay, so I would. if i were to work this out try to work this out i would think about what kind of invention would yeah. help me uh, barricade my land right 160 acre of land that i'm trying to claim i want okay. to barricade okay. this <laughs> and i told you this is made up of steel right <laughs> and the other hints were trench warfare and animal husbandry also so you would see in farms you would see in war areas barbed wire right Hmm. This is the answer that came for is Bob Wire. Oh, okay, okay. But I thought so that you know I... that will be. I thought of the wire, uh, you know, wiring around. Okay, okay. <laughs> But then I thought that it will be very obvious answer. It must be something, you know, <laughs> something uh, big, and I ignored yeah. that because yes, uh, no. trench uh, trenches usually have because when you were emphasizing on the word, please do visualize. Correct. Right. Good. Yeah, so Good. This, I think yeah, I think it's a very smart question. question. <laughs> yeah, where we think that the answer may be something that we don't know, but uh, uh, sometimes the quiz master 
uh, for for uh, creates the question in a way that hmm. makes it uh, look harder than it actually is right so this is just right, one right. of those questions right i agree i agree sometimes the obvious obvious line of thinking we ignore and we think of something right. huge or big and then suddenly realize that you know it is actually very very simple answer <laughs> fine yeah avinav uh, so the next question is from which area any any particular which uh, genre if you can say uh the next would be india and uh, probably civil engineering pretty much in a way okay okay i don't want to give the the third thing that it is because that would be a, a very too big a hint towards the answer so okay. i'll read the question it would be mm-hmm. the last question before we can go to the audience question right okay yeah yeah okay so the next question that i have dams like the tihri dam in uttarakhand have mm-hmm. an auxiliary water flow in mm-hmm. addition to the main flow called aviral dhara so the auxiliary water flow is called aviral dhara mm-hmm. right so in the tihri dam 35 cusacks of water mm-hmm. flows through this drain uninterrupted due to a particular reason mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. amount of water cannot be stopped or used to generate power under any circumstances Mm-hmm. So, what is the reason behind the creation of such a system? Mm-hmm. So, you can think about it, but so I'll tell you why. why this, so, you mean to say that why Aviral Dhara? So, why there is a Aviral right. Dhara? What is the reason behind why it? Why is an uninterrupted flow, uh, which is uh, an additional uh, to the main flow, basically? Mm. Okay. So yeah, so as I was saying, this I count this as one of my favorite questions because this is a funda uh, that I found even before I was a quizzer. Uh, so when I was in school, I uh, our family we had a family trip mm-hmm. to Uttarakhand. Mm-hmm. One of my father's uh, college friends was one of the chief engineers in the Tiri Dam, mm-hmm. and so we got a very inside look of the whole dam. We went to very close to the turbines. We saw all of that. and of course many of the other systems which are there and i basically picked up this trivia piece of trivia mm-hmm. from when i was pretty much uh, 12 or 13 years old and which mm-hmm. is why this counts as one of my favorite questions because uh-huh. even before knowing what quizzing is i was interested in something hmm coming you back know, to the question the, the moment you started yeah. talking about tari dam the first thing that came to my mind is sundarlal bhavana and sundarlal bhavana and the movement and then i thought that okay fine uh, but 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 you when we talk about aviral dara i was i was also thinking simultaneously uh, did he uh, you know highlight any um, ecosystem related uh, issue which was to be solved and that's the reason this aviral dara was there that is one uh, thought which came to my mind and i'm still probing and you know um thinking about it more but when you say it, it is thing, it is nothing to do with the environment firstly hmm okay that's a hint for you <laughs> okay okay so tehri dam and you know aviral dhara is like it's a continuous continuous flow of water correct and uh, then is it is, then i am also aware that you know uh, i think uh, ntpc is also there so i thought of so first thing i also thought of power generation okay so i thought of no, power generation this is nothing to do with power generation 
maybe I'll give a hint again. The final okay. answer that I'm looking for. Uh, think of a state like Uttarakhand, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a government directive which had come in for mm-hmm. for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the government basically said when the dam was being created that something like this has to be created. Mm-hmm. Think of the river that it is standing on. And maybe that is my biggest hint that I can give you right. So, uh, uh, so if I am not wrong, uh, so Ganga, something to do with Ganga, um, uh, the tributaries of Ganga maybe, not directly Ganga, but then the tributaries, tributaries of the Ganga I thought of, uh, but... Mm. I think Ganga or Gangotri I think uh, so when I think about the river Gangotri now, now let us come back to the question okay why do you think there would be an un- uninterrupted flow hmm uninterrupted hmm Okay. I also read. You have the right line thinking. I'm on the right line. Right line of thinking? Yeah. In terms of, correct. In terms of that, it is Ganga. Ganga and Gangotri. Hmm. Okay. Is it is it something like uh, if there is no continuous flow of water, uh-huh. then. Uh, Due to the overflow, probably it will uh, have an impact on the city. The no, city the city which was there was already submerged under Tehri. Huh. Uh, so, so, so it, it was a sinking city, right? I mean, that that was already... I mean, everybody was uh, moved out of the city. The village, basically, not a city. Huh. Uh, yeah. And located to another location. So, that has nothing to do with why there is an Aviral Bhara. Hmm. Very interesting. Uh, and you say it's, it's it is something to do with civil engineering as well. So I mean, no, no. I mean, no, no. The final answer is nothing to do with the civil engineering. The okay. theory dam part is the only civil. The final answer is something, uh, as I said, something which is very big in India, right? Uh, uh, and again very big clue even since 2014 it has become even bigger in India oh since 2014 it is so is it something to do with the cleaning of Ganga not really not really Uh, as in 2014 in terms of politics (laughs) okay in terms of politics okay Tehri 2014 One thing that comes to my mind again and again is Uttarakhand and the chief minister is changing almost every year. Okay. Ten chief ministers in 20 years. That's that's what I thought of. But, I but the know. theory dam came up in early 2000. So approximately 2000-2001. So this is when right. the directive came. Right, right, right. Hmm. I actually want to solve this question but I'm not able to. 
any do yeah, i think this is again one of those questions where it's hard to internalize alone maybe you need another teammate right? yeah yeah i agree i think i think we should go ahead with the answer i tried enough yeah <laughs> yeah so what i was looking for is slightly there is a bit of i'll explain okay so basically it was just to calm the religious sentiments of hindus right so because it's on bhagirathi which is one of the sources of ganga bhagirathi uh, alaknanda and oh, uh, what okay so this uh-huh. is on bhagirathi right uh-huh. if uh-huh. all the flow had been hampered so the directive came in because hindus want didn't want the whole flow to be uh, stopped basically because they think that some sort of purity is uh, lost if all of the flow was lost to it mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. so this directive came in that you have to have this additional uh, thing mm-hmm. and in terms of that this abiral dhara was just created to retain some part of the divinity and just not to hurt some religious sentiment so that oh. is the basic uh, funda behind this mm. okay so it just just because they thought that the purity of the water will be lost otherwise correct so to keep that sentiment they actually but but i i know tehri dam was always into lots of controversies like you know uh, because it was in a highly seismic zone and uh, that's mm-hmm. the reason even sundarlal bahugna was opposing uh, the tehri uh, dam project if i remember correct. correctly i think he went on to a fast to register uh, his protest uh, you know when he was there mm. but interesting like you know it is so important that you know you have to partner with the localites and you have to take them into confidence and that's the reason a viral dhara is created that's that's very interesting actually um i, I think when i will get an opportunity to go i will definitely you know uh, actually i will think of you and aviral dara and i will go and try to figure it out <laughs> that's yeah, interesting I mean, small, yeah it's a very small uh, auxiliary flow it's yeah. uh, if you face the dam from the uh, lower end basically obviously uh, yeah. i don't mean from the reservoir end from the lower end you would see it on the right side um, mm. and uh, yeah and we saw that and that was something that i carried on and i put it in a quiz and yeah mm. which is why this is one of my favorite questions yeah interesting like you know something you have seen yourself and you know uh, and i i i think i think most of us when we go and travel different historical places or maybe we go and see some monuments uh, then you know we we start uh, you know digging deeper and trying to figure out what next what next can i get some trivia or can i get some interesting piece of information uh, the brain probably gets classically conditioned to think like that that's that's yeah. you know that's the reason i always say you know quizzing probably makes you curious and it is always good to ask more questions because uh, the art of questioning at times also helps you and your brain to you know sharpen your thought flow and it actually helps you in uh, anal- you know developing your analytical skills you know often uh, during the uh, you know school kids when you when i interact with school kids i tell them you know this is how it helps because in today's scenario where everyone is afraid of you know asking a question it is so so important to ask relevant questions 
and people in the corporates are also i think you will also agree with me because by now you also have some corporate experience you know sometimes it is about the right question which is being asked and that actually leads you to the right answer yeah i mean the art of questioning the art of interviewing is something which is very uh, underrated because yeah, yeah. until you ask the right questions to your clients or even to your colleagues you don't get the right response that you're looking for so it's right. very important to frame the right questions and i think uh, being a quiz master that that is an, uh, again uh, something which we have to always carry through us right i completely agree you know uh, in business when people talk about uh, business insights i think if you want to reach at the business insights or if you want to get consumer insights then you have to ask the right question and that's the reason it is so important to uh, you know frame the right questions in most of the time when people do these surveys it is very important to also frame the right questions otherwise it is just like any other survey that uh, the consumer will be going through and that's the reason often people don't get good results because the questions are not well thought through and the objective of that particular survey is not known people don't take it seriously framing questions and that's the reason there is an issue with that so yes i agree that you know asking right questions at the right time and probing more and more till you get an insight that is very important and that that is one skill i think people can develop by quizzing and i'm sure uh, the listeners will also get to know about like like we started we we talked about tehri dam we talked about you know american history we so you know sometimes i feel that you know this session should continue throughout the day throughout the <laughs> night and we keep asking questions to each other and it continues like that so it was <laughs> nice having up with you till now now the listeners will be waiting for uh, the for their question so what do you have for the listeners sure uh as for your listeners i have uh, yeah again not too long a question i've chosen a question which is uh, okay in length mm-hmm. right i'll start the question yeah designed by royal j jorolman in 1915 it was mm-hmm. named the tunnel due to its shape and was curved at the top to prevent water from collecting mm-hmm. the hinge door would snap shut to keep its content safe and dry The signature detail was a bright red flag on the side of the tunnel flicked upwards to indicate incoming or outgoing. Mm-hmm. So what is being talked about, right? So this is something mm-hmm. you may not see in India, but this is a uh a design which is very famous in the US. Right? Okay. And you heard the question. I'm sure you can go back and give the answer to uh Manas sir who I'm sure will tell you the details. Yes so listeners while answering this question please do mention hashtag #aqhasavinav so that we will identify your answers and we can get back to you and we can let you know whether you are able to answer the question correctly or not and uh, uh, thank you so much avinav before we end this session any anything any parting comments that you have or you want to say to our listeners No Manas sir it was nice catching up with you firstly uh, i think we have not uh, interacted in in some while now yeah. uh and yeah if i ever travel to bhubaneswar back to bhubaneswar i'm sure we'll we'll meet up again for something something similar maybe yeah. a quiz maybe a <laughs> dinner or something like that. uh yeah and thank you for thinking 
about me uh, when you when uh, for recording an episode of of your podcast every question has a story yeah i, I wish you a very good luck thank you so much avinav you are also uh, i also went through your youtube episodes it's very interesting okay. and uh, i must tell you that you know when uh, you or many young uh, quizzers like you whom i have been seeing since a long time when you guys go and win a quiz i feel so so happy and i feel that as if i have won that quiz because i have seen you guys you know uh, learning from each other and growing over a period of time and it gives me immense pleasure that you know probably when i was young like you i couldn't do much <laughs> when it comes to winning a quiz or something but yes i i i thought of eqs also as my retirement plan i thought that it will give me an opportunity to talk to you guys and uh, i know that i cannot live without framing a question so i thought that you know it's the other way around i will learn from your questions and uh, i will i will simultaneously being in touch with knowledge this knowledge exercise and that's the reason eqs has come up thank you so much avinav wish you all the best looking forward to okay, your man. visit to bhubneswar and uh, we should definitely catch up and i believe uh, i i will love to host you with some specific uh, genres we can pick up we can have uh, episodes on uh, probably uh, you know movies entertainment and probably i i found that you have a fascination towards innovation and uh, towards um, you know history and culture okay. so i am looking forward to probably having more such sessions where we can interact with each other and try to learn thank you so much i hope the listeners are going to have a great time uh, while listening to avinav's interesting questions the way he frames and he has a message to all of you please do listen to it and have some respect for the spirit of quizzing and ensure that whenever you are into quizzing you are not actually trying to get into the finals of a quiz or trying to win some prizes by unfair means please do not do this with this uh, this is your quiz master manas naik signing off from aq has every question has a story <laughs>